everybody. This is Derek with Quick Market Updates, and we are a couple hours after the close on July 30th, last day of the month, and we did <clears throat> end for the month in the green for the indexes, uh, which is good to see, uh, you know, continuing a little bit of uh, uh, upward momentum uh, by a pretty good chunk, too, actually, for all three indexes. Uh, the Dow slightly more moderate, but definitely up uh, in the green as well, despite that uh, pretty sharp dip we had on uh, one of the Mondays, uh, July 19th, kind of middle of the month. We were able to recover from that pretty well, so that's always good to see. Uh, as far as the day goes, we ended down in the red a little bit as uh, investors did so off a little bit. We spied down about 0.5%, the Q also about 0.5% down, and the Dow down about 0.4%. So, you know, I think at this point, it's safe to say that uh, investors have bought into stocks a long time ago, right? That's what institutional investors do. They kind of already know, know the drill. They buy in at uh, pretty good prices. But right now, you know, we're definitely, again, as we are towards the top of the record, uh, the record for the markets pretty consistently, we are at a point where a lot of investors could start to see a lot of these stocks as overinflated. And they could potentially be looking for any reason to sell, right? Even if it's not something they necessarily buy into, uh, like, you know, the Delta variant or, you know, what these regulations from China are actually going to mean. Uh, they're looking for any reason to sell, right? Because they're definitely in the green. And again, as an investor, you know, their job and your job is to make money. So, you know, any reason to sell, they're going to take profit. Why not? Um, so I wouldn't say, you know, the, uh, the ups and downs were too significant, anything to be concerned about anyways. Um, you know, at the end of the day, in the long term, stocks are going to keep going up over time, right? And the market as a whole, I should say, is going to keep going up. Of course, some stocks will go down, but the market as a whole, right? We think of like the S&P, the Dow, and the Qs. It's going to keep going up. So hold on to those long-term positions, those long-term index funds. It's a bumpy ride right now, but uh, again, over time, we uh, over time, we're going to see some good progress. Uh, so hang in there. Speaking of progress, we got Bitcoin making a pretty huge rally seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, really kind of consolidated around 39,000 today. And, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, about 3.30 market time. It started going on a rip uh, from 39,200. And it peaked all the way at uh, 41,642. Right now sitting at 41,200. So... It's looking pretty good for Bitcoin. Nice little rally here uh, going into the weekend. And this could potentially be the start of a nice move up, uh, not only for Bitcoin, but of course for the crypto markets as a whole, uh, that perhaps maybe some attention shifted back into those. And, you know, with crypto, because it is so early in terms of its life cycle, uh, that's really how it goes, right? It takes a little momentum to get things going. But then people and investors really start to pile in as the price sort of creeps up. Uh, and then all it takes is a few whales, uh, right? Big banks, uh, big checking accounts to buy in to drive the prices up. 
and we, you know, have a nice little run up from there. There are, of course, uh, some points of resistance. You know, we can't be naive and think that's just going to go up forever. Uh, the next significant point of resistance is likely going to be around 45,000 more or less. So, you know, if we have some strong momentum continuing to push us up heading into the weekend, we could see a nice little run up here, uh, you know, almost uh, about like 10% more or less. So uh, we'll keep uh, keep on keeping on there with Bitcoin. I'll look to see what happens uh, over the market or uh, over the weekend and heading into Monday. Pretty interesting, though, but uh, again, really nice to see Bitcoin sort of trying to make a comeback here. Um, in terms of sectors, we had uh, the materials sector, real estate leading the way, uh, followed closely by um, consumer staples, and healthcare was up just a little bit, 0.09%. Um, everything else down in the red which, uh, you know, makes sense that the majority of the sectors are going to be down in the red because the glow, uh, the broad markets, right, the S&P, the Q, and the Dow are down in the red. So naturally, there's going to be a few sectors down in the red as well. We've got uh, the 10-year treasury yields really kind of dropping, uh, you know, ever since it started declining in uh, mid to late May from 1.67. It's kind of continued trending down. Right now, it's sitting at 1.23. Um, so investors definitely like to see that continue going down. Um, we've got um, gold is sitting at about 18, 14 an ounce right now, looking at that store of value against the dollar. Kind of similar idea to Bitcoin, right? A store of value, but like we mentioned uh, the other day, uh, what with Amazon coming out and saying they're potentially going to accept Bitcoin in the future. You know, Bitcoin could move past being just a store of value uh, and, you know, could be an actual uh, transactable currency that's used on a, on a mass scale, which, of course, if that's the case, then that would undoubtedly drive the price of Bitcoin way, way up. Um, but, you know, two of the two of the biggest quarrels that people have with Bitcoin is number one, uh, and especially this comes from the government, which is kind of funny. You know, they say that uh, it's used to, you know, conduct transactions that are illegal, right? Drugs, criminal uh, activity, uh, which, again, that is, you know, true to an extent. But at the same time, whenever you see a big drug bust and they find a big pile of cash, what's it usually in? It's in U.S. dollars. <laughs> So that's really an invalid argument, right? Because U.S. dollars can be used just as easily as Bitcoin uh, for, you know, transactions, uh, illegal transactions, I should say. Uh, but of course, it is a little harder to spend uh, illegal dollars because they are regulated and tracked. Uh, you can't really say the same for Bitcoin. Um, but, you know, with uh, the new proposal to implement some more regulations and visibility around Bitcoin, that could soon change. Uh, the second kind of big argument against Bitcoin is that it's not really, you know, a super fast uh, transactable currency, sort of like, you know, a dollar and a credit card is. Uh, so it can't be used on a, on a you know, wide, a mass scale Um uh, which I mean, okay, you could you could say that, but at the same time, look at PayPal, look at Venmo, right? It takes one to two days. 
about the same time it does to verify a Bitcoin transaction. It takes one to two days for, you know, a transfer from PayPal or Venmo or whatever to, to go through, uh, unless you want to pay a little bit extra to speed it up. Um, so that's, again, pretty similar there. So I definitely think that, uh, you know, Bitcoin has a very, very bright future. It's just extremely young. Uh, you know, if you think about it, it's really only been relevant for, I don't know, let's call it uh, two to three years. Uh, it wasn't until, you know, uh, August of 2020 that it hit $10,000. Uh, of course, it took a long time to do that. Uh, it's been around since uh, 2013, 2014. Uh, so, you know, it's in, it's in the grand scheme of things, Bitcoin's still very young, and it's going to take some time for uh, the masses to come around to it. But once they do, it's going to be huge for the crypto market as a whole. Of course, Bitcoin is sort of the... Um, uh, most recognized cryptocurrency, right? The original cryptocurrency, if you will. But there's others that are just as valid. And there's also other cryptos uh, that aren't used as, you know, transaction tools, right? They can serve many different purposes, which is why you need to ask yourself when you're evaluating, you know, crypto and deciding whether to invest it or not, does it serve a useful purpose, right? And on top of that, uh, does it work, <laughs> Right? Can it actually serve the purpose in which it's you know advertised to uh, to be used as? And um, you know, a lot of cryptos are crap. There's thousands out there, um, so it does take a little bit of digging. But uh, you know, over the years, it's really going to come to light um, on on which ones are going to be sort of the um, the power players, uh, you know, in the meantime, I would just check the uh, crypto market caps to see which ones have, you know, the highest market cap, obviously, because those are going to be the most popular and potentially the highest used. You know, right now you have Bitcoin, Ethereum and Tether as the top three cryptos, all of which uh, are very versatile and serve a very specific purpose and they can get the job done. So two questions to ask yourself whenever you're, uh, you know, thinking about uh, doing some crypto investing, especially for the long term. Uh, so something to keep in mind. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, uh, we ended up uh, in the green this week for trading. It wasn't the best week, but, you know, green is green, so that's OK. Um, but, uh, you know, we're definitely uh, ready to get back at it Monday, but that's going to have to wait till Monday. So until then. Have a uh, great weekend. Hopefully you had a pretty awesome week this week, but uh, we'll see you Monday morning for the Open. All right, we'll take care. See you next time.